This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I think this time of year is where it's, I'm not going to say it's easier because betting the NBA is never mm-hmm. easy, but yeah. I think it is very hard to make a case for those teams that are tanking uh, because they are tanking. They are squarely trying to get the number one overall pick and they don't want to lose it. So just for a refresher course for you guys listening out there who have not been invested in the NBA and you've been squarely focusing on March Madness, these are the standings right now because we do have some races that are coming down to the wire in both the Eastern and Western Conference. Right now in the East, it's the Bucks leading the way uh, in the East as the top seed. The Celtics just two games back and the Sixers three games back. Uh, in the West, we have the Nuggets still uh, leading the way with the Grizz three and a half point, uh, three and a half games back. And then it's the Kings five games back. So just, uh, you know, just so you know, because I know some people are knee deep in college hoops. And then let's get to the slate because uh, we do need to get to the games that we can actually bet on today if you want some action. So speaking of the Grizzlies, they're hosting the Rockets today. A huge number here as Memphis is laying 13 and a half. Total 226 and a half. Jenks, the Grizzlies have been wagons at home, but this is a huge number. Where do you go? God, I don't know. What am I going to do with this game? Here's what I think I'm going to do. I... I don't know. I keep thinking this. I, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to play this, but I, there's just no way. I'm going to stay away from this game. Here's the thing. It, it, it's obviously a, a massive number. I get that. But Dylan Brooks is out for this game. And when you look at the Rockets, like God forbid you take points to the Rockets here, but also they're five and five in their last 10, which for them is like winning the NBA championship with this God awful team. So I think what I might do, is I think I oh I can't believe we're doing this, but I may parlay this with another. There's a lot of big numbers on the board today, so I'm thinking about maybe parlaying this with one of these parlays we've been trying to win, and maybe going about it that way. But I am not going to bet this game outright. So let me float a proposition to you. What about the Grizzlies in the first half? Because that has been a bankable trend for Memphis mm-hmm. so far this season. They have the second best first half margin of any team in the NBA and also very good against the number one of the best covering teams in the first half uh, in the NBA and also they're playing at home so I think I like this trend even more because they are playing at home Uh, 42 and 28 against the spread in the first half alone a team that runs and guns and gets out to these first half leads maybe I shouldn't have said runs and guns when talking about the Grizzlies but John Morant (laughs) is probable on the injury report he may be playing in this game so that would be a big boost for memphis we know it would be emotional Mm -hmm. but also he hasn't played in a while does this affect your handicap at all if we see john morant in this game 
No, I, I well, I'm I I'm just not in the business of laying thirteen and a half points. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe. Yeah, same. The the Grizzlies are awesome at home. Like they cover at home on a regular basis, and they're virtually unbeatable straight up. So again, I would just go back to maybe parlaying this with another big favorite. I know we have not had a lot of success doing that, so we'll see if I actually <laughs> go through with it. But I'm just not interested in laying thirteen and a half points, Jar. No. Well, if you weren't interested in laying 13 and a half points, <laughs> can I interest you in laying 17 and a half points with the Milwaukee Bucks? Because that's what the line is when the Bucks are squaring off with the Spurs today. We don't even have a total in this game. Jinx, is this one even worth talking about? Not really. Here's what I'm going to do. I This is not worth talking about. What am I going to do? Make a case for the Bucks laying 17 and a half points. Get out of town. Come on. Bucks money line, Grizzlies money line, and then you had the T-Wolves money line, minus 190. I love the T-Wolves tonight against the Hawks. I would lay four and a half with Minnesota, which is a game we're going to talk about next perhaps. So if I like the T-Wolves laying the number, why not just grab the T-Wolves on the money line? You parlay it with a monster Bucks money line and a monster Grizz money line, and it's minus 134. You would rather do that than just lay the four and a half with Minnesota? Because I think that's what it boils down to for me. Like, why are you adding, like, legs in the parlay that, like, don't really add much to it? Right? Like, I I know you're trying to be creative. Yeah. My favorite bet on the board today is Minnesota laying the points. And there's only, what, two hockey games today? I'm not really a fan of the slate in hockey, so I'm going to have to bet something. Honestly, this is one of those days where I wouldn't bet. Like, just for me personally, I have to lay out a bet for this show. But, like, last night is a perfect example where I love the slate. That's why I put out five bets. I was like, I like this bet. I like this bet. I like this bet. Today, I look at the board, and I'm like, I don't like hardly anything here. So, yeah, my favorite play is T-Wolves minus four and a half. The money is coming in on Minnesota, and I would lay it there. But I might just have some funds that I'm going to miss tomorrow, and maybe I'll throw together this three-team parlay for funsies. No, don't do it. Don't put a team that's minus 2,500 in your parlay. Why like, not? Yeah, it adds something, <laughs> but I don't know. All right, so let's get to this T-Wolves game because clearly there's not yeah. much to talk about. And the Bucks laying 17 and a half because I'll say the Spurs have been losing by the largest margin of any team, team in the NBA. But still, we're talking about 17 and a half points here. So not really a game that either of us really want to put on our card. So, Jenks, uh, tell us why you like the T-Wolves laying four and a half over the Hawks. Couple reasons. First of all, I think, and I'm not sure, Carl Anthony Towns might return tonight. He has been upgraded to questionable. Now, does that mean he's going to play? No, it does not. But also, this is the back end of a back to back for Atlanta. And they got to travel from Atlanta up to Minnesota. In this spot, back into a back to back, Atlanta three, six, and one against the number this season. The Hawks are also 16, 20, and one against the number away from home. Again, the early money is just all over Minnesota, and I can absolutely see why. They're rested. Maybe they get cat back, so I would lay the four and a half with the T-Wolves. What do you make of teams that are coming off a phenomenal shooting night? Because that's what we saw uh, for Minnesota against the Knicks. They shot 61% from the field and made 14 threes, which is an outlier. But do you think Mm -hmm. some of that momentum carries over? Do you think they're seeing the ball really well? Uh, what do you make of that? No, I don't. I, 
I, I, it's just hard to maintain something. Like maybe a team gets on a streak, right, and they mm-hmm. shoot lights out for a couple of weeks. But ultimately, when I see something like that, I think, well, that's just an outlier. It's just almost impossible, particularly in any at any level, but especially in the NBA, to maintain a a, a high percentage like that. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you just tip your cap and say, hey, good job by Minnesota. We were on a, a money line parlay in that game that included the Knicks. We lost both games in that one. So I did not see that coming, but I don't really lend too much to it unless we see a sustained streak where this team is playing great offensive basketball. I, I need more than like a game or two sample size. I think you are correct, but the only takeaway I'd have is this is the offense that we expected to see from Minnesota Mm -hmm. for most of the year. And offensively, they have not been right. So finally, it went right for one night. Do I think they're going to shoot 60% again? No, but it appears that they have at least figured something out on the offensive end. And also, they're going against a Hawks defense that flat out just isn't very good. So maybe it's a, Mm -hmm. a night where we see Minnesota scoring a lot of points again. Maybe not 140 Uh, But we also don't see a total in this game. So hard to say, you know, if I like an over there because of that fact. So let's go to the Blazers and the Jazz. We have Utah laying three and a half. Jenks, I saw a funny tweet about the Blazers. It said, let Damian Lillard shoot 100 threes in a game so he can get the (laughs) single game clip for most threes made in a game. That is how far gone this Blazers season is where they're not playing for anything. But, like, in the meantime, we do have uh, a spread here where Utah is laying three and a half. So, the Blazers getting three and a half. Is there an angle here that you like? Yeah, I think now I'm thinking my favorite bet is going to be the Jazz, like the three and a half. And here's why. I think Laurie Markinen should be back in the lineup tonight. Even though, here's the thing. He's listed as questionable. Just like Carl Anthony Towns. Utah's 6-0 and against the spread in their last six games overall. The Blazers are 0-4 against the spread in their last four, so I'm going to lay it with the Jazz. I like that. Uh, Utah has gone 6-0 and against the spread in their last six games, and especially when they are playing at home. And if Laurie Markkinen is back at practice, I would imagine he'll be back for this one. So uh, I don't think it's going to make the card for me, but that's the way that I would lean. And then finally, Suns, Lakers, Phoenix laying a point and a half. Oh, we ran out of time. Jinx, you have a two-second pick here? Yes, Lakers. Money line. Ooh. In the chat, like Matt said, Suns. And Jinx said, Lakers. Split decision. We'll see who wins. <laughs> for more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.